Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some R slash matter butthole. And before we jump in to today's stories, I just want to say some thank you to some members. A rejoin from Army of Freaks, a rejoin from Nord Arts, and Jamie, you cheeky so-and-so for joining us. <laughs> and thank you so much for everyone for to 20 to 30 minutes out of your day. It's absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for joining us, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story is going to follow with an update, and it's from Affectionate U3642 saying, Am I the asshole for changing the names of my babies? I, female 25, and my husband H, male 29, are in the process of adopting two cute little twins that will be born in January. The biological mother is a young teenage girl, G, female 15, who doesn't want to keep them. She's the daughter of a friend of a friend of ours and somehow we got through that we wanted to adopt, so her family called us as soon as they knew G was pregnant. We've been with her all her pregnancy and even if she doesn't want to be a mother, she will still be able to visit the twins as often as she wants because we live in the same city. As soon as we found out about the baby, we began looking for names and it was confirmed that it was going to be twins, a girl and a boy. We decided on the names Ellie and Evan. Last week, however, we were informed that G had chosen names herself, Walter and Agnes. She didn't choose them because of a relative, just because she thought they sounded cool. I don't think I have to mention how outdated the names are and H and I simply don't like them. But even if the names were great, they are still our babies. We will raise them. G said she never wants to visit them, although she will probably change her mind. We insist on naming them. They will also get our last name and legally be our children, which was decided and agreed on five months ago. G's family is upset with us for not accepting their real names and has threatened to look for new parents. Her sister told us that they are just bluffing and hoping for us to back off. And there is an edit which we're going to cover straight away which says we are considering the name ellie agnes but we will not name the boy evan walter we are looking for a lawyer right now and we do have everything in writing they will become our legal children with no legal connection to g her family and their bio dad visitations only when h and i agree which we are planning to do every time right now we have talked to G's sister and she told us that G begged her parents not to look for other couples as she wants us as her baby's parents. She has been telling them that for the last few days. No idea why G's sister didn't tell us that before. Ellie's full name will be Eleanor to honor H's late sister, but we will call her Ellie. I will not respond to any more comments. Thank you all for your support. And as I said, we do have an update to this story. And we're going to start straight away with spiritual check 5579 who says not the arsehole g and her family are being delusional they are willing to give up every little aspect of control over these twins lives but not their names it doesn't make sense unless they have the intention to disrespect your role as the baby's mother and true parent 
I want to say you should pretend to respect their decision and just change their names as soon as adoption is finalized, but I don't know if this is the best. If you think on having those people in your life, but I would not change my mind about the names. Make sure they understand that you will be the mum and you will call the shots. If this is not good enough for them, it's best that they found other people to adopt. Maybe they're not really ready to give up the babies, I'm sorry to say. Linesmo says, you're the asshole. These are not your babies. They are very much G's babies until they are born and papers are signed. Your entitlement to another woman's children is pretty disturbing and predatory. Get a lawyer, but there's not much they can do now because those babies are again, not yours right now. G is going through an extremely traumatic experience and doesn't need you being petty over baby names. Do you really want kids or do you just want to fill the void in your life? To me, it sounds like you want to fill a void. If you really wanted to give kids a home who needed one, the names wouldn't be an issue or you'd foster to adopt the child who's in the system and desperately looking for a home. You're the asshole for feeling entitled to someone else's babies. You're the asshole for expecting another woman to hand her children over to fill a void in your life. You're the asshole for not actually wanting to help a homeless child. You're the asshole. You're the asshole. You're the asshole. Abolish abusive privatized adoption. Rinna Chicken Dinner says not the asshole, but I think bringing it up to them was a stupid thing to do. You hear all these stories about couples who are burned like this after funding the entire pregnancy. You wait until the babies are born and sign over to you. She's a 15-year-old girl who doesn't ever want to see them, but is getting hung up over some stupid names that she currently thinks are cool. There's pregnancy hormones mixed with teenage hormones. There were obviously going to be outbursts over minor things. I think it's your job to placate the mother through her pregnancy if you want a successful adoption. I'm not someone who advocates lying much, but the alternative is a 15-year-old who doesn't want kids suddenly get stuck with two of them with no preparation because of spite over names she'll probably regret later anyway. Empty pomegranate says not the asshole. Don't push it until after you adopt though in case it becomes an issue. When our family adopted, we also changed their names. You could make Walter and Agnes their middle names. That's what we did. Hot Letters says, you would be the arsehole. I volunteered in adoptee advocacy for years. This is a big issue amongst adoptees and bio parents. Many of them resent name changes and feel a name change erases their history. I would respect bio mum's wish to keep their birth names. I'm sure there are adoptees who don't care or prefer to name change, but there are enough out there that don't like it, and that should be taken into your consideration. Please go into some adoptee-centered spaces and spend some time reading and listening to them, as they are the best source of info for raising adopted children. Facebook and TikTok have some groups and folks who can point you in the right direction for support. I'm sure this is an unpopular opinion for those who think adoption is universally a good thing, but given the trauma that goes along with adoption, it doesn't make it any less true. Now, I found this one extremely difficult. That's why I didn't say anything before the comments. I was hoping like the comments would, you know, would give some additional information, you know, that people have been through this experience. Maybe I kind of take this as a bit of a learning process at the same time in some ways. And my initial thoughts when coming into the story, I was thinking a 15 year old giving up twins. That must be absolutely a traumatic experience. Well, I can't imagine it really never being in that position, but I can imagine it being traumatic and very scary for someone that young to be going through that. Shit, when I was that age, I was thinking I was still playing with Lego. <laughs> I know, probably a bit old for that, but hey. 
And I did find that one comment interesting, which said, you know, the babies are not yours yet. They're very much G's until the paperwork's all signed, etc. So there's no point in causing an argument about it now. But then they was talking about like the baby, maybe the girl possibly changing her mind later and still being in their lives. And so if they have changed their name after, is that going to cause resentment from them? I know the baby isn't legally hers no more, but it's still very traumatic, I imagine. Regardless, let's check out the update and see if we get what kind of update we get on this one. So it says, my husband and I sat down with G and talked to her for a long time. We apologized to her, saying that if we wanted an open adoption, we needed to all work together. She told us, as many Redditors commented, and as we also thought, that it wasn't her idea to push the name. She apparently chose the names to say goodbye for what could have possibly been, wrote them down in her diary, and her mother found it. We talked to her for a while about the implications of adoption and asked if that's what she really wants, and she agreed. She's not in the right place to have a baby, let alone two, and raising them would not be in anyone's best interest. She said she does not want to be a mother, but thinks that it's best for the twins to know her and she will visit occasionally, maybe once every two weeks or more often. G wants to be introduced to the twins as Yimo, means aunt, but is also a title used to refer to any girl one or two generations above you. We discussed our possibilities and agreed that a family being in the life of the twins was not good for their development. The main point of the initial post was the naming issue. H and I agreed that we were being inconsiderate and unintentionally harming the twins, as many adoptees have told us in the comments that they love their names given to them by their bio parents. We thought that it was best to name them together, as we will be their parents, but G will still be a prominent figure in their lives. We have decided on the names Alice Eleanor. Alice because it's cute and classy, Eleanor to honor H's late sister, and Finn Alexander. Finn chosen by G because of a Star Wars character, Alexander because it was on both our top five names list. Their career names will be decided by a naming expert after their birth, and we three will, again, choose their names together. After the first conversation with G about a decision to adopt, we three sat down with our parents and talked about our boundaries. They consider the babies to be shameful and would, quote, rather die than accept them as our own blood. Therefore, they will not be part of their lives. They argued for a short while, but then agreed that it's for the best. When the babies are old enough to decide if they want to meet them, they can, but we don't think they would be a good influence at the time. For the people who asked about the bio dad, he also understands the implications of adoption and is okay with it. He does not wish to know the twins and doesn't want us to tell them who he is. Edit for all of the people telling me that the naming experts don't exist and therefore I must be lying. I'm half Korean. My husband is Korean. The twins will grow up in Korea. Therefore, we're following the Korean tradition to go to a person that happens to be called a naming expert and they pick out a list of about 20 names. It has to do with astrology, shamanism, name mixing and many more things. It's a thing in many Asian countries. From my personal experience, at least in Korea and Japan, as other Redditors have commented, also in India and China. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? What's your thoughts on the update? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. This next story is from Dazzling Occasion 148 titled, Am I the arsehole for refusing to house sit for my brother on his honeymoon after he treated me, after he treated me like shit at his wedding? My brother got married in June and he and his wife delayed their honeymoon to save money and recover from their wedding. He asked me a couple of days ago if I would house sit for them while they go on honeymoon. 
I told him, hell no, and he had some nerve asking me after how I was treated at his wedding. The morning of the wedding, he had me run around to pick up his wedding cake, didn't even give me the right place to go the first time, and I ended up running around in the rain, going for a cake, and never once was I thanked. Actually, he and his wife bitched at me for being late to the church. He actually cancelled my room for his best friend who was coming from out of state without telling me. So when I went to grab my key, there was nothing there for me. And he kept money I had paid. He booked our rooms for us and we gave him the money. They bitched that I looked less put together than everyone else for the photos after the incident that morning. My hair got messed up. My makeup wasn't as professionally done as it had been. I was put in the far corner for family photos to hide the fact. Adding to all that, he left me to pay for the bar tab as my contribution to the wedding, even though I had helped with the wedding invites, table plans. I was the one who picked up their decorations from the place and brought them to the hotel and put them up. They needed someone to show up and make sure they got what they wanted. On top of being sent for their cake at last minute and getting shit for being late when he gave me the wrong bakery first. Our parents took care of the tab and gave him so much shit for treating me the way he did. I was honest with them about the stuff they, they had said to me that day. They were super pissed because I already dedicated a lot of time to help them out. But now he's saying I am being petty, given we were good before the wedding. One day should not make me refuse to help him. Am I the arsehole? Now, as I was reading this, I was thinking, oh, maybe they were just wrapped up in their own wedding. They were like totally bogged down and didn't realize what OP was doing and all that sort of stuff. But it's just like the amount of stuff OP done for this wedding, the invites, table plans, picked up the decorations, picked up the cake, got it wrong the first time and had to do it again, then complains about them in the photographs and the way they're looking after they gave him the runaround. This was always going to be and not the asshole here, but I can't believe the audacity of your brother to treat you the way he is, then ask you to house sit as well. I totally forgot about that by the end of it. The initial question, I was just like totally shocked the way your brother has treated you. Not the asshole from me, but Petty Betty says, like the saying goes, no good deed goes unpunished. You bent over backwards for your brother and sister-in-law and they didn't show an ounce of gratitude. I don't know what it is about weddings that brings out one's inner asshole, but these kind of stories makes me want to elope if I ever get married. It's rare we hear about a groomzilla. Your brother sounds like a piece of work, and I would have laughed in his face. Not the asshole, OP. Good for you for sticking up for yourself. OP replies to that saying, I get that people want this perfect day. They want to feel their day was magical. But how the hell is it magical when you treat the people you supposedly love like shit, and the fact that he just doesn't care? I can't imagine treating my brother that way, especially if he was helping me. I always appreciated his help in the past. I just wish he could understand. I'm a college student who couldn't contribute money, so I contributed time. But on top of not appreciating that, he tried to stick me with a bill. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that as well. Aggravating patient says not the asshole, but house sitting is usually a treat. You could rearrange their furniture, go through their cupboards, eat all their food and drink their booze. <laughs> Dennis 98 says not the asshole. He treated you like shit and I wouldn't be doing any favors for him anytime soon, especially without an apology. FranPW1 says not the asshole. No is a complete sentence. You don't owe him any explanation. Just no. He's lucky you're still talking to him after what they did to you. Good luck to you. Experience Amazing 963 says not the asshole. He treated you like dirt and while you could maybe chalk it up to an extreme groomzilla moment, until such times as both of them acknowledge it and apologize, they can kick rocks. We gotta kick rocks, people. (laughs) 
We just need a pound sign now. And Judgmental Panda says, not the arsehole. Have to say, he is pretty damn arrogant to ask someone he just screwed over to watch over his place while he is away. Has it not occurred to him what could happen to his place if you just show him the same level of respect he has shown you? On topic, if he hasn't bothered to make up for that incident, he can't call you petty for being mad about it. And one more from Zove Satans who says, and quotes, he kept the money I had paid. He booked our rooms for us and we gave him the money. And says, tell your brother to give the money he stole from you before he dares ask for anything. Don't let that slide just because he got married. Lots of people get married, it's nothing special and especially not a reason to become a user. Of course, he will not admit to any wrongdoing. This would mean he has to make an effort toward other people and try to fix it, which would ruin his honeymoon. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in OP situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This story is from MadMOH2710. Titled, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Be My Best Friend's Maid of Honor After She Told My Fiancé Is Not Invited to the Wedding? I've been dating my fiancé for 10 years, and we're expecting a baby which is due in March. We'll elope before the baby arrives for legal reasons, but we'll do it in January so we'll be able to organize a small party for family and close friends. No more than 20 people. My best friend and her future husband will be invited though. So straight to the point. My best friend is getting married in a month. She's been with her fiance for a year and they got engaged within six months. Personally, that's too rushed in my opinion, but it's her life. So if she believes that this is the right man, this is her decision. Once they got engaged around April, she asked me to be her maid of honor. She then started telling me the plans about how she plans on having a huge celebration with 200 plus guests. Vaccination rates are very high in my country and most restrictions are erased since cases are also very low. Naturally, I assume my fiancé would be invited. My best friend has known him for 10 years and they are also friendly. Most of our friends are married so their spouses get an automatic invite. I assume my fiancé would be invited too but my BFF decided to notify me that he's not invited. Literally yesterday during a chat we had and I told her about the suit my fiancé bought. She told me, um, I never told you X is invited though. I asked her what she meant by that. She said that only married and long-term couples are invited to the wedding. I reminded her, I'm engaged to that man. We're expecting a kid together and I've been with him for 10 years. While we're also planning to get eloped in a few months. She objected and she didn't invite him because she doesn't see our relationship as valid. If it took us so long to make our relationship legal and how if we've been waiting 10 years to take the next step then our relationship bond is probably not that strong. 
told her that's not her decision to make and she doesn't get to decide whether my relationship is valid or not. She insisted on her decision and said, I'll not invite him. I decide who comes and who doesn't. And since I don't think your relationship is as strong as it should be, you may break up soon. And I don't want an ex existing in my wedding pictures. Accept it or leave. I'm not in the mood to deal with that drama. I told her she's being ridiculous, assuming that we might break up based on her bizarre beliefs and reminded her I'd been with that man for 10 years while she's been with her man for less than one year. And she's ridiculous for thinking she can dictate who's serious and who isn't. I told her I'm, I'm dropping the maid of honor role because I refuse to be disrespected like that and told her she can search for someone new to torture, but not me. Our mutual friends have told me I'm the asshole for dropping out of the wedding and how I should respect the bride's decision. I respect it, but I won't be a part of it. Am I the asshole? Who is she to judge your relationship in this one? It's quite an easy not the asshole. Will I go as far as saying bridezilla? Shall I? Yes, I shall. This is a bridezilla we're dealing with right here. Thinks she has the right to decide when your relationship is valid or not. And this is meant to be your friend. Imagine her enemies. Absolutely not the asshole to me. But Death GP says not the asshole. Holy shit, that's a bridezilla and a terrible friend. Like seriously, who does that to your supposedly best friend? Honestly, after that kind of disrespect, I'm surprised you're still going to the wedding. Mubi Merck says, not the asshole. I wouldn't attend the wedding at all. For my wedding, we didn't invite all boyfriends and girlfriends for the reason the bride described. But 10 years engaged and pregnant. That's just absurd to not consider you a real couple. Opie replies that saying, the bizarre part is she's invited boyfriends and girlfriends of several guests. The reason she doesn't consider my relationship valid is because it took us so long to get engaged and we're now deciding on the elopement. Her logic is if we really serious, we wouldn't wait that long. What? Odd Meat says not the asshole, but sadly, a lot of people think like this. I would not invite her and her husband either since they might up end up divorcing. Hadiri says not the asshole. Better to lose her now if she's that judgmental about your 10-year relationship. Rumsoak Chap says not the asshole. Normally, I would say a wedding, her rules, but this seems illogical and unfair, especially if she's inviting other couples and there's no COVID. Opie replies to that one saying, I respect that it's her wedding and her rules. It's none of my business to decide on her guest list, but I find this rule disrespectful, so I'll step down instead of begging her to invite my fiance. Plus here I have around 150 to 200 guests. And let's have one more from Curious Seahorse One who says, not the arsehole. She sounds like an idiot who may have a secret issue with your fiance. She has the right to her opinion and you have the right to yours. She can't expect you to accept the bullshit excuse that after 10 plus years of commitment, her piece of paper validates her relationship more than yours. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you react if your supposed best friend came up to you and said this? <laughs> Madness. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Greyhair76, titled, Am I the asshole for grounding my son after he decorated his room without his stepmother? I, 47 male, have two sons from my past marriage, Abel, 16, and Michael, 15. When I got remarried six years ago, Abel was very accepting and got on great with his new stepmom, Lori. Michael put up a fuss and was adamant about being with his mom full time. I fought like hell to keep him in my custody, but once he hits 13, the agreement changed anyways. He stays with his mum half the month and with us the other half. We moved last year and Laurie and Abel have spent the time decorating Abel's room and making it his own. Michael was offered the same thing recently. Laurie offered to take him to Ikea, 
Best Buy and some other store to find new furniture and have a day to put the room together. He said he'd think about it and she respected that but still showed him paint colors, beds and stuff to get him excited about it. Last weekend, he came home with a pod full of furniture his mum bought him. I asked him about it and he said his mum helped him pick out the furniture and was coming around in a few to help him build it and arrange everything. I told Laurie as a heads up and she was absolutely crushed. I took my son aside and told him the kind and fair thing to do would be to invite Laurie to help. He said, nah, and told me he wanted to build with his mum. Unbeknownst to me, Laurie did try to join them and asked if they needed help and my son sent her away and locked the door so she wouldn't come back. After Laurie told me this, I grounded him for a week and told him at least he'd enjoy the room his mum helped decorate. He of course left early to his mother's and told me he'd see me on our next rotation. Laurie is saying I shouldn't have grounded him for spending time with his mum and my ex-wife is saying if I keep treating him like this, I won't see Michael outside of holidays and birthdays. Edit for info. My son told me his mum was coming to help him decorate and I did say yes, hoping he'd make it a stepmom and mum type of thing. I wasn't expecting him to completely exclude Laurie. To those who must know why our marriage ended, my wife came out and realized she couldn't be with me and be her most authentic self. I do not harbor hate towards her. If that can explain why I don't hate my ex-wife and why my current wife wasn't too upset to see her in the house. My marriage ended as amicable as possible until it came to custody. Now, I'm going to go for one of my out there takes on this one. And I'm definitely going to say you are the arsehole in this situation. Firstly, for trying to force the relationship. Absolutely. But I did find it strange, you know, that mother's coming round to your house with your partner there and she's going to build the furniture with your son. I mean, it's a wonderful thing that you're allowing this to happen and there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. If you guys have got a, a great co-parenting relationship, I think it's fantastic. But, some, but for some reason, that did feel a wee bit strange to me. But again, where I did find it a bit weird as well is, you know, they were building this furniture in this room, then Laurie come and offered to help and son turned around and basically shut the door on Laurie and the mother didn't say anything, you know, didn't say, you know, that was a bit disrespectful to do. And I think as a parent, it's important to point that sort of stuff out. I don't know fully what the relationship is like between Laurie and mum in this, but, you know, if they do see eye to eye with this whole with this whole family relationship, she should have turned around to like Michael and said, you know, that was a bit of a disrespectful thing to do. Can you go and apologize to Laurie? And just, but just say, you know, you want it to be mum and son time just for this thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think it's virgin on everyone sucks here just because of that. A apart from Laurie, Laurie turned around and said that you shouldn't have grounded him for spending time with his mum. So she can see it as well. But JD Phoenix says, you're the asshole. This is how you end up with a kid going no contact with you as soon as they can. Michael told you he'd think about it. He went a different direction on his room. Even your current wife is on level that you're in the wrong here. Type 1 error says you're the asshole. Michael has a mother and isn't interested in a mother-son relationship with your new wife. Michael wanted a new bedroom. You wanted him to have a bonding experience with your wife. He's made it clear that he's not interested in that. You need to respect his wishes or risk further alienating him. Boats and Choke says you're the asshole. The kid is allowed to want to spend time with his mum instead of your wife. Practical Shoe says, you're the asshole, your ex is right. Stop trying to force your son to like your new wife. You're just going to make him hate her more. He may never accept her and that's 100% his right. You can't and shouldn't force him to have a relationship with her. He didn't do anything wrong by not wanting her involved with decorating his space. Jazz Like Humor says, you're the asshole. You can't force a relationship between your son and your current wife. 
You got married by choice. He got a new housemate where he had no say in the matter. Your wife, not his mum, and she's barely his stepmom. There is a legal relationship due to your marriage, but there is no way in which she's stepping into the place of his mother. If there is a task that you would typically rely on his mother to do, then you need to go to his mother, not try to push him to do a mother thing with your wife. If you don't want his mother involved in decorating his room, then you, as his father and other parent, need to step up and do the work of helping him decorate, not try to force your wife on him in place of his mother. And one more from the little fairy of death who says you're the asshole. You're trying to force a relationship between them when Michael very clearly doesn't want to have one. He didn't even want to live with you, even part-time. Now, what do you guys make of that story and all of today's stories if you choose to share your thoughts? I would love to hear them. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today. Getting involved in the channel, it means the absolute world. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart and I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.